0: Joining us every week for quality sports summary highlights and interviews. Here is Ben Cullen for Sports Fix. Sports Fix. What is going on, Common Room? It is your host, Ben Cullen, with this week's Sports Fix update for you. Red Bull's Max Verstappen took a dominant victory in the Mexico City Grand Prix to strengthen his chances of his first world championship. Verstappen's title rival Lewis Hamilton was second. The Mercedes driver held off a charge from Verstappen's teammate Sergio Perez in the closing laps. Perez was on Hamilton's tail on the last lap but was not able to pass. Verstappen's ninth win in 2021 gives him a 19-point lead with four races and a total of 107 points remaining. Hamilton's teammate Valtteri Bottas to bribe the Dutchman of the point for the fastest lap on the final tour. This was one of the most imposing victories of the year and puts Verstappen in a commanding position in the championship. And a 1-3 finish moved Red Bull to just one point behind Mercedes in the Constructors' Championship. Welterweight champion Kamara Usman retained his title with a unanimous decision against Colby Covington in their rematch at UFC 268 in New York. Usman dropped the challenger twice in quick succession at the end of the second round with a big left hook and then a huge right hand. Covington managed to come back and rallied in rounds three and four. The pair traded heavy shots in the fifth without either able to land a fight-ending blow. The judges scored it 48-47, 48-47, 49-46. I am the pound-for-pound best alive right now," said Usman, who won the first meet in Las Vegas at UFC 245 in December 2019. After the fight, which was preceded by verbal angst, Usman also paid tribute to his opponent. On a packed card at Madison Square Garden, Thug Rose defended her strawweight belt against Zhang Weili, while Justin Gaethje beat Michael Chandler to put himself in contention for a lightweight title fight. In the rugby, Scotland edged a torn contest to claim a third consecutive victory over Australia and continue their winning start to the Autumn Nation series. Hamish Watson's well-worked score gave Gregor Townsend's side an interval lead. But Dave Rennie's Taurus on a five-game winning streak led after Rob Liotta's incisive burst. Debutant Ewan Ashman restored the Scots' advantage with a stunning finish. And although James O'Connor kicked Australia back in front, Finn Russell slotted a decisive penalty that made a consecutive wins for Scotland after last week 60-14 canter over Tonga and sets them up for next Saturday's visit of world champions South Africa. It was also a special occasion for the rugby world as it paid tribute to Romain Poit, the 46 year old Frenchman enters Korea with 72 test matches to his name that included 3 World Cups now, welcome back, Sean Bennett to the studio. Sean is Valley Rugby's first 15 captain. So you moved into professional rugby fairly early on. Yeah. For the big bucks. Yeah. £1,000 a year.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but it's too late now. It's
0: too late, <laughs> yeah. but I still can't quite believe that. Yeah. How did you adjust from going from, I guess, playing with peers your own age to mm. that? What, what did that jump feel like?
1: Yeah, I guess I never, I never, I've never kind of stood back and actually thought about it. But, um... I always remember like talking to my mates back home, and probably at school level, I was only a, a little bit better than my mates, or um, you know, there, was, there was a few things that went my, went my way, blah, blah, as it, as it goes in sport. But then being 16 and training four days a week, playing one or two games a week, obviously my kind of growth curve was yeah. much more accelerated than my mates back in school. And we had this really good kind of academy set up and we had a really good had a really good coach called Aeros Evans at College Cigar as well. So it was, it was quite, it was very serious, very early very early doors to be honest. Um, a lot of my mates went off to uni. I never, I never had the opportunity to go to uni because of rugby. And they'd obviously be all, as you do in uni, be on the beers and stuff. Whereas, yeah, I I didn't, obviously I, w- I went out and stuff, but I never really, I never drank that much. I remember going out with my mates and, to be honest, at the start I used to get a little bit of stick, but then after a while they just accepted it and it, and it was fine, I used to have good fun. So yeah, I've never really, never really thought about it mate, but I remember training four or five times a week, Doing you do weights in the morning before college, you go to college all day and then you do skills after college, as well as your rugby training in the daytime as well, so it was intense.
0: Yeah, so lots of the listeners are teenagers, if you were to look back at what you did and perhaps what you would have done differently before you went into the academy, because that's different, you get mm. influenced by them. But as a teenager trying to be successful in your sport, perhaps what didn't you do that you could have done better mm. looking back?
1: Yeah, I was perfect. <laughs> you look at- no, I, I, I'm i not actually sure, mate. but I remember someone telling me, I think it was like Justin Marshall, he, was, he did this like speech at our local rugby club. And I remember him saying, whatever you do, just do it 100%. Um, just really go for it and something good will come of it. I mean on on the pitch often you make the wrong decision but if you go 100% you carry hard something good, something good is going to come from it. I think it's the same off it if you if you you're not always going to make the right decision right but um if you do it 100% then you're going to be fine. I mean I guess, again Moving away from home, and I messed up my A levels. Sometimes I know my mum wish I did better at my A levels, but at the same time, because I I put everything into that rugby, it's worked out for the best. Now I'm out in without rugby, I wouldn't be out in Hong Kong um, enjoying my life. Yeah, yeah so that's I'd say.
0: absolutely. I mean, you're here in this part of the world, and you have managed to go to places like South Africa because of rugby. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And I've had experiences again. If I didn't do rugby, I'm sure I had experiences like uni and stuff. But rugby has given me many experiences that i never imagined i would have had as a kid so
0: yeah good man all right so a few things i want to touch on one is let's talk about the weekend yeah valley versus football club at the stadium yeah it was a big affair it was a good occasion it was nice to be back in the stadium have you been to the hong kong sevens
1: i haven't no so it was the only one of the only ones i didn't do but i've heard it's the best all the boys used to say it's the best one yeah
0: i mean i've definitely not been on the pitch but i've been in the stands (laughs) i can vouch for it being the best yeah What was Saturday like for you? You obviously couldn't play because you were injured, but talk on that for us.
1: Yeah, we were were chatting before. It was a hell of a game for a neutral. It was a very good game. I mean, that first half was probably, like I was saying to the lads, that first half was probably the best half of rugby we've played in a long time. We were very dominant. We were playing in the right halves. Um, Our territory game and stuff was very good building some good pressure we weren't as efficient in the 22 getting as many points as we'd like but they kind of showed their class i guess that second half and they built a few tries again afterwards as expected in the changing rooms the lads were all very upset and very down but i I said at the time i was like is you can't there's no point being like oh we're we're terrible team and things like that because three points difference and we're in the changing room saying how amazing we are and we're an amazing team right so there's obviously a lot of things to work on but for sure there's a lot of positives as well at the moment we talk a lot about just trying to trying to kind of find our identity at the moment trying to iron things out so that by the end of the season we're, we're we're flying at all cylinders good stuff
0: and then for you personally you've been in rugby a long time as we've discussed there what sort of areas are you now working on as you come into unfortunately the back end of your career
1: I'm only 27 i go my- <laughs> yeah but if you've been playing yeah. since you were a kid yeah yeah but I- I get a little bit of banter cause my body's falling apart, to be fair. Um, I'm, I'm four surgeries deep. Uh, I've had three shoulder surgeries and one hip surgery. Um, so I think my, yeah, what, what have I got to work on? It's a good question. I mean, again, talking about the leadership style. Um, That's been really good for me to kind of, I'm trying to find a balance between, I'd consider myself as a captain quite kind of trying to reach out to all different levels, all different groups, be quite diplomatic, um, you know, try try and pull everyone together. At the moment, or this season, it's been good trying to find a balance between when to kind of maybe tell the lads, right, it's not good enough and when to be really encouraging and positive. I think that's been a learning cave and still learning at the moment. When's the right time to kind of... Yeah, when to be, be empathetic tough up and, and when yeah, to be... Yeah, exactly. Something. Yeah, so on the, on the rugby side, in terms of, we were talking before, probably off the pitch, still trying to work out work out where long-term what my kind of career path is. But again, I, I don't think, we were discussing before I'm not sure if anyone really knows right they just kind of start to enjoy something or they're enjoy enjoying something at the time so you just keep going well but at the at the moment I'm really happy and really enjoying myself and as I said this is probably in being in Hong Kong compared to the last like last kind of year of rugby I'm very happy good man Shawnee, thank you very much for coming in good today Thanks, we're Benny.
0: excited for the rest of your Valley season we'll see if you uh, if you manage to lift the cup this year and good luck with your injuries and, and staying on the pitch cool cheers Benny thank you bud Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. The Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals play this Sunday in week 10 of the NFL. Which team will get the victory? The Cardinals are the favourites and not many are back in the Panthers. But this is football and surprises happen every single week. And that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your sports things next time. Thank you, Ben. Join us every Friday to catch Ben Carlin for Sports Fakes. Call